Success on Demand is like this dope sisterhood of strong, ambitious women who love business but crave success. We come together and talk self-improvement, goals, and even life stories. And more than anything, we're a part of a community for us and by us. Let's have Boss Talk. What's good, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Success On Demand. I'm so happy that you guys stopped by because we have someone special on the show today, someone who helps others with their career and offers coaching services and a ton of other things. And I just wanted to give her an opportunity to share her story and even share some tips with us that may help us with what we're doing in our careers. So without further ado, I would like to go ahead and introduce Allison, Allison Cardi, and I'm going to give her a few moments here to introduce herself and then we'll jump right into the bulk of the interview. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Dee, for having me. You are right on point. If any of your listeners are feeling like they're unhappy in their work, but they're not sure what to do next, or maybe they know somebody, a friend or a loved one who's feeling that way, in a nutshell, what my team and I do is we fix that problem. We help people to really connect to a career path that's going to be a great fit for them. And by doing that, it really has so many positive outcomes in their life. If you think about when your career is not working, it can affect your mood, your confidence, the way that you wake up in the morning, the way that you come home at night. So it's a really big deal to then be able to switch that for people so that they feel like they're playing to their strings, they feel like their life is on track, they come home in a better mood, and that's really what my team and I are all about. You definitely hit that right on the head. And in, you know, present day society with so many people, you know, wanting to be entrepreneurs, there's still a wide majority of people who just want to have a good career. And one question that I wanted to ask you was, you know, when people come to you and they're not quite sure what they want their career to be, you know, what's your advice to them? You know, some people are confused about what they actually want to do as a career for the long run. Yeah, so it can really show up in a lot of different ways. It can be somebody has kind of drifted into a particular job where they didn't really like consciously pick it. They just maybe graduated from school and they took the first job or through some series of events have just wound up somewhere. Sometimes it can be that a career path used to work for them but their life has changed or their values have changed and it's no longer feeling right, like the right fit. And we do work with primarily employees, but we also see some entrepreneurs who have been working a particular business and it's just not working for them anymore. So it's really helping them to discover, okay, if not this, then what? And I don't think that there's a right or a wrong in terms of everybody should be an employee or everybody should go be an entrepreneur. I really think it's about listening thoughtful to, excuse me, listening thoughtfully to the individual and really helping them to match up their career path to their values and what they want to get out of life. Yes, I love that. I love how you explained that, especially, well, now I I know what I want to do, but so many people who I speak to are just torn. You know, they're not quite sure which they want to do, but I'm happy that you guys leave that door open for your clients, whether they decide to be entrepreneurs or if they decide to, you know, take a career path. So I think that's really cool. 
Yeah, and if I can just jump in real quick, Dee, I think it's actually really valuable that as a service, we're neutral on that yes. point. Because I think so often people see great images about entrepreneurship and very often that those images are being put forth by people who are kind of selling that career path and mm. they make money when you go down that path or when you try which is fine you know i think there is a real place for that and a need for it but if somebody's at a step before where they're not even sure if that's what they want then it can be a bad idea to buy into somebody who has an agenda. And I really think having somebody who can help you look at your options from a neutral place and really just help you to find what's best for you, it will save you so much time, so much money, so much grief, uh, just to get that sorted out before uh, charging full steam ahead down a particular path. Yes, yes, totally agree. And before I even, because I have a million questions for you, before I jump into the specifics about what you do, tell us about how Cardi Career Coaching came about. Like, how did that manifest itself? Well, I've been doing this work for about nine years, and this has been something that I have in all honesty, kind of stubbornly pursued. <laughs> like when my husband, when people ask my husband, like, how did this happen? Uh, his answer is sheer force of will. Because <laughs> I kind of naively jumped into starting a business. I was unhappy in my own career as an accountant. That's where I first started. Ooh, and yeah, I made my way to volunteering at a crisis and suicide hotline where I found I really liked that kind of support role, then jumped into a coach training and into starting my own business. And Dee, I'm sure you know this, the learning curve around starting a business is no small matter. It's so dramatic. It is so dramatic that it's crazy, but you make it though. Yeah. And um, I, I think... Something that you're probably really good at was something that I'm not particularly good at, which is marketing and positioning. And I was good at the helping part, but I didn't know how to show people what we did in an attractive way. Oh, so my business yes. really crawled forward for a long time um, until I caught on. It was sort of like I had this blind spot because... I'm really, really honest and it works very well in my personal life. It's like such a core value of mine. And I just had a block around understanding that in marketing, you always want to be honest, but it's, it's kind of an incomplete story that yes. you tell. You want to show the attractive end result, the, the pretty picture. And I just was so dense about that. And I shot myself in the foot for years because I just couldn't get my head around that um, because it was such a value of mine to just tell people everything. Yes. Um, so in a nutshell, where I got to and then. Um, two years ago, I brought on a team. I now have a team of six coaches, and we help a lot of wonderful professionals figure out, figure out their career. Yes, I'm so happy that you explained it that way, because the, the first thing that sparked me when you were talking is how you told me, you know, you used to be an accountant. You weren't quite happy with that career, and you slowly got into Cardi Career Coaching. But at what point, because a lot of people and women, you know, are at a position where they're like, you know, I want to go for it. I want to open my business. I want to change careers, but, um, you know, I'm not ready yet with some kind of unrealistic expectation, but how, what is some advice that you would give 
for someone who's trying to take that next step or, you know, wants to pursue a different career, pursue, you know, some kind of business? Yeah, I think that's a really good question. And something that I want to be very clear about is I would never in a million years like try to stomp on somebody's dream. You know, if you have that desire or that dream or something that you're wanting, man, I am so totally behind you. I think that it's really a matter of helping the the individual to find the path forward that's going to work for them and that's going to work for their risk tolerance and their you know, personal responsibilities. So I think sometimes people get into a situation where they just, they're scared about how long something might take Mm -hmm. or if it will work right on the first try. And um, really, if you think about it in a longer time horizon and you can kind of break it down into short-term and long-term goals, then it doesn't have to happen overnight. Like even if you are somebody who's a little more cautious, which is fine, then maybe the strategy that works for you is to keep your day job and to still be building towards that dream and to be putting some attention towards it. Or if you're somebody who has a high risk tolerance, go for it. Yes. Go at it. It's really going to depend on the individual. And I think it's just because you can't have something tomorrow doesn't mean that, sorry, this is a lot of negatives. It doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile. Yes. Or let me put that in a positive. <laughs> it was. It's going to happen tomorrow. It's still important. And it's still something that you can work towards. And what I find with our clients is once they have that clarity about what they're wanting and, you know, the particular reason why it's important or why it's a fit for them, then even if they haven't totally reached their goal, there's so much relief in just knowing, oh, I'm on track though. Like I'm moving towards it. So that's what I would offer to people. Oh my gosh. I love that you mentioned risk tolerance. That is the key to, before you make any decision, especially the drastic decisions, I feel like you have to assess how much you can take and what you're willing to take. Because sometimes, especially, you know, as an entrepreneur, even when you're changing careers, you may, you know, get a new job, but take a pay cut. But know that in the in the future, it's going to pay off that you're in that position and maybe you'll be happier. Maybe you'll, you know, move forward more. It could be anything. But I, I think that that risk tolerance is very important and it's important for everyone to assess their own risk tolerance before they make any drastic decisions. Exactly. And I actually have two more points on this if you, oh, if yeah, you want them. Okay. The other two things that I would say are... One, it's really good to just do a a really loose assessment of your kind of level in four different areas. If you're thinking about entrepreneurship, you want to look at your confidence in the area that you're going into, your connections, your cash, and your capability. So if you're really low in all of those things, that's fine. When I started my business, I was low in all of them. Um, But it's just know that that means it's going to take you a little bit longer. If you're particularly high in some of those, then it's going to speed up your journey. So that's one kind of just quick, like quick and dirty. How long is this Mm going to take? Well, how many people do you know? How confidently can you tell them what you do? (laughs) And like, how much can you 
get results for people and uh, how much money do you have to kind of speed things up so we have some clients who have spent decades in a particular career path and they're actually really high in a lot of those areas they have confidence they have connections so for those individuals it's like yeah this is a not going to be that big of a jump for somebody like me, when I started my business, I was actually just a handful of years out of undergrad. I was super quiet D. I did not have a whole like big me a long time. And that's fine, but you can kind of do that quick and dirty. And then the second point that I make is what are you willing to go through? Right? Mm-hmm. Like if you want this thing, cool, but it's not just about getting the thing. It's like, well, what are you willing to put up with to get it? Because that's your tolerance for that is really going to be important in terms of your actual achievement of the goal. Yes. And I love that area too, only because I think that sometimes when we're, we're really excited about doing something or really excited about making a change, we look at what happens initially and we're like, okay, you know, I can get past this and it'll be fine. But sometimes we don't think about the the trials that we may have to overcome later on <laughs> and if we're going to be prepared for that. And I love how transparent you were when you were talking about how when you first got into this, you know, you were a few years out of undergrad. Maybe you didn't have all of the knowledge and wisdom that you have now, but I love that you shared with people that, you know, that changes. <laughs> it's not always going to be that way. And you'll just have to, you know, work to make yourself more aware of your industry specifically and just the information that'll help you out along the way yeah it's still doable it's just if you're curious about the pace that's like a good way to know how long it's going to take it's still totally doable though yeah wherever you are you can get somewhere else yes i totally agree and you said something earlier about um like you're basically telling the truth a lot in marketing and i love that you did that and i'm sure it, it still shows now but i think that For whatever reason, I feel like it provides retention to the customers that do decide to do business with you and the clients that you do end up getting. Because then it's like, for me specifically, when I'm working with someone or I'm buying a service, (laughs) I'm that person who's like, if I'm doing too much, let me know. (laughs) Or, you know, if I'm going way off track, you know, let me know. Or if I'm thinking your service is going to do this one thing and you're telling me that it's not, then, you know, I want to know. And I've really grown to value that and I think that even though you you know changed your marketing around and I love it by the way I stopped it for a while (laughs) but um I think that now those truths truths show through without you having to blatantly say them it's kind of just like okay you know I know she's going to be honest with me I know that this these are good services and I think it really shows through so I like that you said that earlier yeah for sure I I mean I think that Honesty is really important, and to, to your points, D, about really letting people know who's the right fit and who's not, and you know what you're gonna do or not, and just really making sure that there's a good alignment. And I do still try to be honest in all my marketing, but the difference is, like, if you were trying to encourage somebody to sign up for a marathon. It's a lot better to show like the end of the marathon with somebody like smiling and proud and they just did it than like show them getting up at 4 a.m. (laughs) them getting like blisters on their their heels. So I think it's just really showing people the results that they can get 
and not being so loud about the journey. Of course, there's going to be a journey, but that's not what compels people. We really need to connect to that brighter future. And when people are connected to it, then they're more willing to go through whatever they need to go through yes, to get it. Yes, definitely. And with what you were saying before, with just improving and you know moving from where you were initially to where you are now, like what things do you do to develop that self-development? Like what are some resources that you take in? For myself personally? Yes. I am um, definitely a big fan of experiential learning. So I love (laughs) just trying stuff and then seeing what works and what doesn't. Though it can definitely be a bad strategy if I have a blind spot like I had with marketing. But other than that, I really like um, podcasts. I like reading. And I also find it's very helpful to pay attention just to who you're surrounding yourself Mm -hmm. with. So all of those, I kind of, I like to create and I kind of go through rhythms of creating versus consuming. But sometimes when I have a question I'm trying to answer or a new idea I'm, I'm grappling with, then I'll just dig in to reading books, to listening to podcasts, to asking questions of people. And that's really a, a good method as well. Mm, I'm the same exact way. And in one hand, I love to be able to just drive and listen to a podcast. But in another, it's it's nothing like a good book, especially when it's, you know, teaching you things about self-development and things that you just probably didn't know before. So I'm, I'm the same exact way. That's pretty cool. And if I can jump in, I think that the yeah the um the interesting the most interesting ideas to me are kind of mindsets or things that show you ways of looking at the world that you didn't have before so I I think those are the most fun to come across for sure yes oh my gosh and that perception there are some books out there and even some some podcasts because I have some favorites where you listen to it or you'll read it and it'll totally change your perception of things. You know, it'll open your mind up. It's so powerful. Yes. Yes. And I, I'm now, once we get off of here, I'm going to have to go and try to find something. <laughs> find something to listen to or read because now I'm inspired. But <laughs> tell us about your book, Career Grease. Sure. So my book, Career Grease, How to Get Unstuck and Pivot Your Career, is basically an A to Z guide of the process that we take our clients through. Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of stories and exercises and coaching tips. And I will say there's one problem with the book, and I'll just be right up front about it. I wrote the book from a real sense of possibility and generosity, and I wanted people to feel like they could solve this problem and get it figured out in their life. But I think I put too much emphasis on you can do this by yourself. Mm -hmm. And what I've learned since writing the book is people come to me, they say, I read your book, I tried, I'm still having trouble. Or, you know, it's, I heard you talk sometime and I've been trying on my own and it's been like a couple years and I'm still in the same place. So I think the one mistake that I made in the book was not being more upfront with people that when you have a career problem, the very best thing that you can do is get somebody in your corner get somebody who has an objective perspective, who can see things that might be right under your nose, but they're hard for you to see because you're so close to them. So the book is wonderful. I hope it's helpful for people, but I just add this little asterisk. 
please don't think you have to go through this process by yourself. <laughs> wrong with you if you're having trouble on by yourself. We get the best results for people when they get into a coaching program and when they have somebody who can really guide them because careers touch on a lot of different elements. It's easy to get spun around, to get confused. So when you have a guide who can really straighten all that out for you and get you moving forward, it's so much more impactful. Yes, and I think I think that's what made me really consider, you know, getting some kind of coaching services this year because I realized that though you're, it's possible to try to accomplish all of the tasks by yourself, I think that it's important that those tasks are done <laughs> in a in a quality way, so that you know you're not overstretching yourself. It's just like when people decide, you know, I want to hire PR or someone to run my social medias and all of those different kinds of things. I I think that that's a huge lesson to learn, is that sometimes <laughs> it's just time for you to go ahead and outsource, or sometimes you'll just need someone to help encourage you or you know tell you that hey this would be a good idea too so 100% behind you I am getting that was one thing I didn't mention but I'm a big proponent of getting coaching myself and it's just it's one of those things where like you can read a question in a book and like think you're answering it but then if you have somebody who like actually can dig into that Mm -hmm. question with you the richness what you'll actually find is so much different. So it looks like you can do things by yourself, but you're kind of missing what you don't even know you're missing when you do it that way. So true. I know when I first ever, you know, decided that I was going to create success on demand, I was like, there's no reason why we should all be making the same mistakes. Why aren't we talking to each other? We need to talk to each other. And I think that what you just said goes along with that, because with a coach, that person who you can ask that question to and they can dig deep in it for you, you know, they may be able to tell you, you know, hey, you want to do ads instead of doing it this way, try this way because it's more efficient or, you know, instead of reaching out to brands for collaborations in this way, reach out in this way so that they see value in it. You know, there's just so many different things that you can learn, excuse me, from from someone who's been through it. And I think that coaching is the, and mentoring too, especially, is the go-to to really, you know, get that kind of experience. Definitely. It it shortens the learning curve when you can work with somebody who's been there, who's done it, and who's helped other people with it. Yes, totally true. And if someone, you know, wants to work with you or, you know, they're considering being one of your clients, you know, what is is something that they would need to do? What are some maybe um, free resources that they can check out before they decide that they want to jump in? You know, what are some things that you guys offer? Sure. And thank you for letting me share this. Um, If anybody's interested, we work work with wonderful professionals who are kind of at a crossroads, not sure what they want to do next. And what I would recommend to people is if you just go to our website, cardicareercoaching.com, that's cardi, C-A-R-D-Y, careercoaching.com. And what I'd most recommend is if you kind of read through the materials and look down at the bottom, there's a bunch of client stories and um, a link to kind of even more stories. So I'd really recommend people look at those because I think so often what I experience is people think, oh, I'm the only one struggling with this or the only one feeling this way, or maybe it's not for me. So I just want you to read and see that other people are dealing with this. You're not alone. There's nothing possible.
all together. Yes, I love that. And I, right before we got onto this interview, I went and looked at your website again. I love how user friendly it is, and it's so bold oh, and poppy. I think that if someone is looking for those kinds of services, it's very straightforward. That's why I asked that question because I knew you'd, you know, kind of break it down for the people who may go visit after they listen to this podcast. So I think that's really cool and that's no problem tell us you know what we can expect from you in 2018 is there anything new that you're offering you know what can we expect well what i'm most excited about in 2018 is actually serving our clients even better so we have these core offerings that help people to get clarity about their career and i've been so focused on making sure that we were doing a good job that we were getting the right people in the door that I think I accidentally, like, once we worked with people, I kind of closed the door. I was like, okay, you're done. I'm most excited about opening up that door a little further. We're having our first um, Clarity Day, which is an event for our former clients. As a career coach, I know that your network is important, so I'm really excited to get all these wonderful people that we've worked with in the same room so that they can connect with one another. Uh, so that's what I'm most excited about is kind of opening that door up, building more of a community and seeing what our clients need next after they go through one of our initial programs so that we can really be their career service for life. Yes, that is amazing. I can't even imagine the, the collaborations that are going to come out of that Clarity Day because all of those people, well, you know, you've worked with them so you know, you know, that they're clear on what it is that they're trying to do, whether it be entrepreneurship or a career. And I think that it's cool to get all of those people together and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm super excited. And I, Dee, I don't know exactly how it's going to go because it's our first time. <laughs> It'll but, be fine. Um, our, yeah, my team and I, are, are, we're really working to put together a good day for people that gives them a chance to just take another look at their career because things don't stay the same. They change and we need to adjust. And I think it's so valuable just to have some time to put attention to this and to talk with other people and learn from other people. So it's in April, so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Yes, and that's right around the corner. And before I go into the close, you said something really good a few moments ago about how, you know, you don't just want to close the door after you've worked with your clients or their course has ended or their program has ended. And I think that it's super important for that follow-up and that within everything that you just said that's like the perfect form of following up because then you're able to you know just like you said see what they want you know see what they're in need of now how their needs have changed and it you know better equips you to to work better with the clients in the future too so I think that that's something that will definitely be in the show notes because following up with past clients definitely helps with that retention. Yeah, to, to our earlier point about the business learning curve is steep. I mean, I think there's it's good to focus on one thing at a time, but definitely keep in mind the, the life cycle of your client and 
Um, how can you keep serving people who already love you? So I'm, I'm still learning that lesson, but I, I'm glad that you called that out. And I hope it's in the show notes because it's, it's a really powerful point. Yes. And I'm, I'm writing down that quote you just said, too. How can you keep serving someone that already loves you? Because those clients have already come to you and said, you know, we love you, Allison. We love your services. We want to work with you. And just to take that step a little further to figure out, you know, how can I further serve them? I think that it's a perfect quote for the show. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And um, to, to go ahead and close the interview, you know, you've already given us your website, but are there any other platforms that people can connect with Cardi Career Coaching on? Really, the website is the, the best one. We do have a Facebook page and a Twitter handle. And I have to guiltily say we're not super active there. So I think checking out the website at CardiCareerCoaching.com would be the best. Okay, awesome. So I'll make sure that that is the headline for how people can connect with you. And more than anything, I just want to thank you for just taking the time out of your day and talking to us about this because I think that women are really, really find value in this conversation. Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. I so appreciate your energy, Dee. Thanks for the great, great questions and conversation. <laughs> it is nothing. And for everyone else, thank you so much for tuning in with us today. If you have any questions for Allison, definitely reach out to her through the website. Visit the website anyway. You know, see what it's about. Look at all of the resources and the verbiage on there because it really breaks down what they offer and they're very straightforward so if you're looking for any kind of career coaching definitely check out allison tell us what you guys think of this episode it's available on spotify iHeartRadio, and itunes so we're available for anyone and until next time thank you guys so much for tuning in and you've heard my story here on Success On Demand.